Have you ever listened to a podcast where one speaker is a, is a whole lot louder than the others? If you have, you have firsthand experience and you know exactly how hard that can be to listen to. Today, I'm going to share with you one tip that I use to avoid being the person who does that to their listeners. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Ensminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I'm here to help you succeed with your podcast. If you've had that experience, if you've listened to something where one speaker was significantly louder than the others, you know from firsthand experience exactly how hard that can be to listen to. And if you're like me, especially listening in the car or doing something else, you may have even chosen to go on to the next show in your queue because you simply couldn't hear one person that was talking or the other person was just about blowing out your ears. You're just having to ride that volume and especially for me driving in the car, which is where I do most of my listening. With the road noise, if I can't hear one or more participants, a lot of times I'll just delete and go on. And you certainly don't want to be the person who does that to their audience because it's a good way to lose listeners. They'll miss the valuable content that you have to share with them. And you might sound a little bit like you don't quite know what you're doing. The thing is, though, no matter how well you do at capturing the audio recording or how well you pre-level the audio, there's still a chance that you could be, end up being that person that does that. So let me walk you through how this might work. Let's assume that you've done a great job of capturing a recording. Everybody sounds really good. They've got healthy levels. There's not a lot of background noise. There's not a lot of talking over each other. None of that stuff. You've got a great recording. And let's assume that everybody is pretty much at the same level. Either you captured the audio where everybody sounded like they were at about the same volume level, or you did something before you started editing to bring everybody to about the same volume level. So you, you've got something going on right there, but now you've gone through and you wanted to sweeten the audio up a little bit. So you've applied some effects. Maybe you've applied some equalization and compression, both things that are pretty standard for podcast production. And honestly, they, they do a pretty good job of helping clean things up. You may have also done some other things. Maybe you decided to add some mic saturation or a vocal enhancer or the Afix Big Bottom or something like that. But, but you've added some effects and you like how everybody sounds, but now the voices are at different volumes. And this is something that can happen after you apply effects, even if you've got everything pre-leveled to exactly the same level before you start, it's going to be different once you finish processing. And you've tried tweaking the volume on every track. You've gone through and you've adjusted the gain, you've adjusted the fader, you've listened, you're trying to get everything dialed in and you're starting to struggle. And now as you're producing your show, you're starting to run out of time. Maybe you've got a deadline approaching, maybe you've got to go to work, maybe you want to go to bed because it's late or really early in the next morning. Maybe you want to spend some time with your family and you're you're struggling because you want to get it done. You want to have that time with your family or have that time taking care of yourself, whatever it is that you need to do. But you also don't want to release a subpar episode or release anything late. But now you're starting to wonder if you can even trust your ears. If you're in that place, you know how frustrating and how disempowering that can be. And it's a place that many of us, me included, have been at least once. And we've wondered if there was maybe some kind of tool that could help us get, get everything dialed in. If only there was a way to be able to trust your ears a little bit better or be able to get it dialed in a little bit closer, some way to augment what you're hearing. And you're in luck because there is. There's a way that you can check the loudness. Now, there are a couple ways that you can do this. If you want to check the loudness against each other, you can certainly 
export the mix down. It's probably not the most effective way to do this, but it's a way that you can do that. You can export the mix down, take a listen to everything. If you have some tools available like Isotopes RX-7, you can compare one voice against the other. Great way to do it. And, And I do that from time to time. But the fact is, it's not the most efficient way to do it because you do have to wait for the whole thing to render. And then you have to go back and check it. And then you have to go back and undo things. And then you have to re-render the whole thing. So it's not the most effective way to do it. There is a more effective way to do this, at least to get things started. And that is to use a master channel and to add a loudness meter to that master channel. I'm going to walk you through this. I was hoping to make a video, but I haven't been able to get to that yet. I've had some stuff going on. I'll talk a little bit more about that when we're done. But it, this is I'll, I'll just kind of walk you through it. It's really just a few steps. So first off, if you haven't already enabled a master channel or a master bus in your mix, you're going to want to do that because you're going to want to use that channel. So you enable that master bus. If you're not quite sure how to do that, a lot of softwares will have some kind of... Um, some kind of user's manual or some kind of tutorial to help you do that. Uh, In Hindenburg, just add a master channel, a lot of software, you can just do that. It's pretty straightforward. If you don't know how to do that, check the tutorial. So you've enabled the master channel. Next, we're going to add a loudness meter. A lot of different digital audio workstations like Hindenburg may have a built-in loudness meter. Now, this is not the little up-and-down meter that checks your voltage basically so it's got green yellow and red we're not talking about the one that sits right next to the fader or the slider that's going to measure a different kind of volume we're wanting to measure loudness in luffs this is the way we perceive the audio not necessarily the amount of electricity or well as a proxy for electricity how it's been processed digitally but we're we're not going to measure that we want to measure the perceived loudness if you use hindenburg There's a built-in loudness meter. I think that Logic has one too. A lot of different pieces of software now have a built-in loudness meter that does measure in luffs or perceived loudness. If you don't have one of those, I do have a recommendation. The one that I like the best is the Ulean loudness meter. They have a free version and a paid version. Check that one out. Throw that, whatever loudness meter you have available to that does measure in luffs or loudness units full scale, throw that on your master channel and enable that. Then solo one of the tracks, solo one of the speakers, and listen to that for a couple of minutes and take note of how loud that comes across, whether it's minus 16 or minus 23 or minus 27, whatever that is, take note of what it is and then switch over to the other one. Solo the other track so you're only listening to one track. Uh, as, a, as a note, if you don't know how to solo, a lot of times there's just a little S on the on the head of the track right next to the fader. That's where you would solo that track. So solo one, listen to it, take note of where it is, then solo the other, take note of where it is, and then work with them, just adjust the, the volume fader to get them to the same level. And I don't usually try to get them dead on. What I'm usually looking for is plus or minus half a decibel of each other. That's generally close enough that there's not going to be any perceived difference in the volume between them. A lot of times when people are speaking, their voice is going to get louder and softer and louder and softer anyway. So we're not trying to get an exact match. We're just trying to get something that's really pretty close so that it doesn't sound weird. And I do have a tip for you here because it can take a little bit, a little while to try and get this dialed in. And then you've got to try and dial it in against the rest of the mix. So for me, I just developed a quick way that I do this for that works for my workflow. And as you get a little bit of experience, you'll find one that works for your workflow. For both of them, rather than listening first and then trying to adjust to each other, I listen to the first one, 
do that sample and I try and adjust it to where it's between minus 22 decibels and minus 21.5 decibels. Then I do the same for the other one. I check them against each other. And that allows me, regardless of whether I've got two voices or three voices or four voices, it allows me to get them leveled to each other. And the way things sit in my mix, I, I find that they sit pretty well against each other and also with the other production elements if I target that. You'll find something that works differently for you, but, but it'll, it'll work for you. And as you start developing those ways to do things, it'll help you do it faster. You'll be able to get it done quicker. You'll be able to get more close than, than you were before, and you'll be able to augment your ears. And when you're done, not only will you be probably light years better than it was before, even if you have good ears, it can help you to have something like this to kind of augment what you're hearing and to help you trust your ears a little bit better. But you'll also have a process that helps you get it dialed in more quickly every single time. Your show will sound great. You'll produce it faster. You won't lose listeners because they're trying to ride the volume knob and you'll be able to produce with more with more confidence because you have confidence in your production process and you've got tools in place to help you make sure that what you're hearing is really what you're hearing and to get things done more quickly. I did mention that I'm planning to do a video on this. It's not done yet. I've been a little bit busy with some editing work right now. And since editing and launch consulting and some web website work, that brings in some money. I've had to prioritize that for right now. But I do hope to get a video out about this because I recognize that it's easier to do something like this when you've seen it than when you've heard it. I did want to get this out to you quickly, but I, I am hoping to make that video. If you want to make sure that you don't miss that video when it's available, you can connect with me on YouTube. The best way to do that is to visit toptieraudio.com. We'll have a link there so that you can connect on YouTube. That's all the, also the place that you're going to go if you want to subscribe to this show, if you haven't already, or if you'd like to perhaps set up a consultation, have me help you with editing your podcast, or if you're interested in just connecting with me, toptieraudio.com is the place for all of that. Thanks again for being here. Now go out there and make a great podcast.